The Road to Potomania, presented by Opinions and Beer. Tag along in this annual event with Adam and Ed Ray 1416 into the world of pro wrestling. You're listening to Opinions and Beer. And Opinions, Opinions and Beer. Two guys and another guy. Will never happen again. Hello, that's right. We are on the road to Potomania. And that, guess what, Ed Ray? We've got a special review episode, a wrestling review episode of Opinions and Beer, Road to Potomania. It's it's I, it's Adam, it's Ed Ray 1416. Hello, losers. My God, Ed Ray. We just sat down and watched the Saudi Arabia Elimination Chamber Super Show. A lot of things happened on that show. And we need to break some of these stuff down. We're going to go by the list one by one. But first, before we get into any of that, we've got to get to the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Struggle Street Brewing Company. This is a peanut butter stout. Ooh, peanut butter stout by the Struggle Street Brewing Company. Where? Is Struggle Street located? It's located in Beaumont, Texas. Now, their pouring system, obviously you can see it's going to lack carbonation. Apparently that's how their pouring system works, is that, uh, is that they, they, they have very little carbonation in a lot of their beers. And um, as you can see, there's literally no head when I pour this. So uh, we'll see what it tastes like. Let's go ahead and smell it. Oh, it smells peanut buttery. Yeah. So let's uh, let's try this beer. More beer than it's peanut buttery, but peanut butter is slightly there. Like there's notes of it, but it's not like a it's not like a sweet creamy peanut butter. It's more like a raw peanut butter. Oh, pretty good. I I kind of wish there was a little bit of carbonation in this though. Just a, just a tad bit of carbonation. Kind of tastes like flat beer. Flat stout. No head. So, slightly disappointing right there. But, regardless, uh, Struggle Street, they always nailed their flavors. And uh, they definitely got peanut butter in this stout. So, that's that. <laughs> There's not much else to say. They got, the, they got the stuff. And it's a flat beer. And we got it out of a growler. So, the, so there you know. Let's do it, Ed Ray. Let's talk about Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, the first match. We didn't watch the pre-show match. We're not going to comment on the on the pre-show match, but the first actual match of the show was the WWE Universal Title match that was Bill Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Now, I went to this match we all went in this match knowing in our hearts that Roman Reigns was going to win, but I was speculative. I said, hey, maybe they'll throw a wrench in this, and maybe maybe there's a reason Goldberg's here other than just a uh, another body for Roman to pile on. But uh, maybe, maybe Bill Goldberg will defeat Roman Reigns for the championship. I thought that. And guess what? That was not the case! Uh, these two managed to have a quick little match. 
honestly, not as good as Roman Reigns did not do as well with Goldberg as uh, Bobby Lashley did. I feel like Bobby Lashley and Goldberg had a better match than uh, than Roman Reigns and Goldberg. How do you feel about that? Well, obviously the two didn't want to work together. I saw it throughout the whole match. We didn't even see a jackhammer in the match. And obviously we saw what, I think, was it one or two Uranagis from the match? I can't remember that one. Yeah. But what I do remember is that when Goldberg attempted for the second time to do the jackhammer, it was reversed. Yeah. So you're saying that they just wouldn't let him do it? I well, because the jackhammer is a finisher move. It's like, it's a legit finisher. Who all, who's kicked out of the jackhammer? I can remember Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, you're right. Braun Strowman did. Intense, but uh, yeah, I guess they, I guess I guess they didn't want Roman to take the jackhammer just in case he got hurt. Maybe Roman Reigns was one of those people that were like scared that Bill Goldberg was gonna hurt him with the jackhammer. And uh, of course, I said before the match began, if Goldberg won, I would riot. But we didn't see that happen. And so you're not rioting. No, I'm not. However, I feel like. We'll talk about it in a second, but I feel like there's some weird stuff happening within the storylines, and I'm not quite sure where it's all headed. So, This is the part about uh, the road to WrestleMania that confuses us the most. Oh, yeah. So Roman Reigns wins. He beats Goldberg uh, uh, by not pinning him, by doing, the, by doing this, the, this heel thing where he passes him out. So that's what he's doing. And, uh, yeah, a guillotine choke. Which, yeah, he uses a guillotine choke. Which we want to comment on the fact that we don't see a three count anymore by the refs. We don't see the three arm raise by the ref. What is up with that? I don't know, but it takes away the story. It takes away impact from the wrestling match. And I hate WWE for outlawing that. Yeah, I don't think we've seen it since, since 2008. If we have, it was, it was very... It was, Probably random on an the, the only play, The only wrestling promotions you can probably see that type of stuff is through independent. Because oh. I don't know if ROH do, ever did that before they went bankrupt. I don't remember AEW doing that either. No, uh, it's, it seems to be a lost art, the, uh, the three-arm raise. It's, just, it's a lost art just like the punches in the corner. Because how often do you see that nowadays? Yeah, you don't. The counter punches and stuff. Uh, a lot of classic stuff that you just don't see anymore. Um, so, yeah, but uh, uh, Goldberg, I mean, Goldberg loses by being passed out. So, that is what it is. You know, he never tapped. He never got pinned. He was just passed out, which technically, the thing, the, 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 the good thing about that Reigns finish is that it does keep the uh, loser slightly strong. You know, they weren't knocked out. They were, they were passed out, but I mean, that just means, like, Roman Reigns was so scared you might beat him that he put in all the strength to choke you out. <laughs> like, that's what happened. Like, he couldn't beat it, you. It reminds me of Goldberg versus Chris Jericho in a backstage fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, after the match, Reigns stands tall with the title, blah, blah, blah. Next up, we have the Women's Elimination Chamber match. 
This match came close to putting me to sleep. Came close to putting you to sleep. I was mad. I, I kind of wanted uh, either Rhea Ripley or Alexa Bliss to win. Instead, we got Bianca Belair again. Again. And now she gets to go fight. Fucking, we'll get to that. But she gets to go fight the champion again at WrestleMania again. Well, it was SummerSlam earlier. But anyways. Yeah, well, we all know how Bianca Belair's original title run turned out. It turned out to be crap post-WrestleMania yeah. last year. Uh, the crowd booing Dewdrop. Is, is Dewdrop a heel or a face right now? I want to think she's now a heel, but I have not watched wrestling since Royal Rumble. Okay. She yeah she might she might be a heel, uh, and I think uh, I think Liv Morgan's like the face the face to her heel. I believe so. Um, Nikki Cross was there for no reason. Her uh, her uh, push is seemingly dead, and now they're just kind of like beating her out of the main event. And slowly she'll be back to just jobbing to people. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, she's really... Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, Rhea Ripley... Rhea Ripley's gone down, but, I mean, she, they still kind of treat her like a uh, like a star. Like, she looks like a star, but then she just always loses. I don't know what's going on with that either. That's the problem. Many of the baby faces are losing... And that derails their momentum because the purpose of a babyface is to have momentum so they could get over. But that's WWE's logic. Yeah, they don't want to put over the babyfaces. Um. <clears throat> anyways, Bianca Belair wins, beats the Bliss at the end after blocking the sister Ab- Abigail. Uh. Next up, we had Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Sonya Deville and SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Uh, this match was fine. It was like a Raw match or SmackDown match. I mean, this was like a TV match, to be honest, but um, I think it was, a, it was a nice little way for them to build Ronda Rousey's momentum going into WrestleMania. Because all, all she's really done is a couple of promos. She won the Rumble. You know, this is like, oh, look, I got to tie my hand behind my back and do this little gimmicky thing where I'm beating everybody up and and, and flipping around into these submission holds and stuff. And and uh, Naomi gets a little bit of revenge on Sonya Deville for, in that little feud. All in all, it was a little TV match that they seemingly booked on a pay-per-view. <laughs> and I have a feeling that Naomi versus Sonya Deville is only going to build up to WrestleMania. So this is... Just a sliver of what's going to happen. Oh, really? Because why end the feud over there when they could end it at WrestleMania? Why do they do anything? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Ronda Rousey and Naomi wins. Um, next up, we had a Falls Count Anywhere match. Drew, Drew McIntyre versus Bad Cat Moss. This, this match had a lot of power stuff in it. My only complaint is that it was a false count anywhere gimmick and they and they ended it in the match. They ended it in the ring. Like the, the final count was in the ring. Well, my main complaint was that the match was too soft number 1. What? And, and number 2, they didn't go all over the arena like yeah. they should have. No, that, that that's my complaint. Okay, the the fact that they didn't like travel, they didn't do a lot of traveling. You know, they kind of just went up the ramp for false count anywhere match. Like what's up with that? And then, uh, 
You said soft? Yeah, it wasn't intense enough. They were... He was... They were... It was fucking... They were... They were hitting heavy hits. I've seen a lot heavier than that. You didn't see that pile driver that almost broke Madcap Moss's head? Yeah, I saw that. That was brutal. But it still wasn't enough to entertain me. And then he got back up and he kept taking shit. That was entertaining. Slightly. It was entertaining enough. <laughs> uh, uh, Corbin. Corbin's obviously dead again and he's just back to being in these uh, meaningless storylines. It's like he, it's like Corbin, he'll get a good little gimmick going, but then it just sucks. <laughs> you know? And who's to blame for that? Bruce Pl- uh, Pritchard and his stupid-ass booking. Probably. Yeah, but I mean, Corbin, like, he was doing really good as, like, the, the sad, sad Corbin or whatever the fuck he was. Sad Corbin, that was really good. And then, uh, it's just that uh, he's back to being the same old him, you know, he's not, he, there's no range, he's just back to being the same heel he's always been. And so. Uh, so yeah, McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, uh, comes out winning that mat, um, uh, he hit the boot, he hit the boot while holding the sword, <laughs> the fucking, the claymore while holding the sword, I thought that was dangerous, is that a fake sword? Could be real. I don't know if it's fake or real, cause he's just swinging at fucking Barry Corbin, he's doing moves with it in hand, it's like, Jesus, it's like, that seems Well, like then a- again, Drew is a strong guy. I guess. Seems, uh, quite dangerous. Dangerous living, if you ask me. <laughs> Next up, we had the Raw Women's Title match. It was Lita versus Becky Lynch. Um, this was this was a solid little match. This was the best match of the show. Best match of the show. Yes, Lita can go. Uh, there was a moment in time. There was a moment where people thought that Lita might have won. She was going to win this match, and then it's and like then, Lita has not lost a step since her last match in two thousand six. I mean, because I don't think she botched anything. She didn't botch anything, but she was having trouble, uh, look like, catching a breath sometimes. Well, that is typical when you return after a while. Ring rust. You yeah. have to wrestle regularly to shake off ring rust. Yeah. But um, but it was really close, and now we don't know what Lita's going to do. If she's going to be at WrestleMania or if this is a one-and-done type of thing. If she goes to WrestleMania, then she'll be able to catch wind and go a little longer. Do you think Lita gets added to this Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair match? Or do you think she goes and does something else? She'll probably do something else. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, who knows what Lita's going to do? Uh, Becky Lynch going on to face Bianca Belair. Uh, obviously, the um, SummerSlam rematch. But this time, uh, they'll have a decent match with hopefully no uh, none of the weird... Shit, the gimmick. Weird shenanigans or whatever. Yeah, how did um, Bianca Bella... Didn't they have a rematch already? And it was like Bianca... Uh, Sasha Banks distracted her or something. And or they had like weird interferences. I don't know if it was seen on TV or not. Oh, okay. Um, uh, next up. Oh, The Undertaker is being inducted to the Hall of Fame. But we don't know who's inducting him. Yeah, that is the big question right here because Paul Bearer is dead, so he cannot induct The Undertaker. As much as I like Kane, I think Shawn Michaels would be the best option. Shawn Michaels? Yeah. But didn't they have a few, they, didn't they like hate each other for a moment? 
Yeah, but then when Shawn Michaels returns to have his second run, they were able to get along fine. We know we know the story about Shawn Michaels and his drugs back in the 1990s. That was why The Undertaker hated him. Yeah. A lot of people think Vince McMahon will do it. Oh, I hope not. But he... But... Vince McMahon loves Undertaker. Undertaker loves Vince McMahon. Yeah, but The Undertaker made his character work. Vince McMahon didn't do anything but create it. But Undertaker named his son, his middle name Vince, after Vince McMahon. But what about Mankind? Why can't Mankind induct him? Because fucking Mankind is an AEW hack. Then it's got to be Shawn Michaels. (laughs) Then it has to be Shawn Michaels because who else is going to do it? Mankind's woke. All he gives a shit about is his fucking shitty jokes and how, uh, how he apolo- he's apologetic of, of his time in the wrestling business. He apologizes for his era. Well, what about uh, what about Bret Hart? I mean, no, Bret Hart won't go yeah, back no. to the WWE. So it has to be Shawn Michaels. Maybe Hulk Hogan. No. John Cena. No. Brock Lesnar. No. In fact, John she- John Cena needs to be inducted in a Hall of Fame. Oh. Um, Million Dollar Man. There's a possibility because it was the Million Dollar Man that introduced The Undertaker. Or his uh, best friend. Who's his best friend? Who's Undertaker's best friend in real life? The uh, Godfather? The Godfather could do it. Maybe. We'll see. Because he's his... I think think they're like best friends in real life. But, um... Anyways. uh, (laughs) Now I give you... The Undertaker! Oh, so awesome. Anyways, next up we have the SmackDown Tag Team title match. The Viking Raiders versus the Uso, which never got going. Uso's assaulted them. And I think this is going to build up to the WrestleMania match because if they're not having it here, then they eventually got to have it at WrestleMania. Are Viking Raiders that over for Mania match? I guess. Well, we'll see about that. (laughs) I mean, that seems like a thrown-together tag match. They always seem to throw together the tag matches at the last minute. It's like the tag matches are good throughout the year, and then last minute, here's a shitty fucking tag match for Mania. It's like, what the fuck? The last good tag match at Mania was probably Kane and Big Show, whoever they fought. And then before that, it was like WrestleMania 20, the multi-man tag team matches they did. Anyways, then the main event. This main event has my mind a-stirring, Ed Ray. There was some controversy in this match. So this main event, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title, the champion walked in, Bobby Lashley, and it was AJ Styles, Riddle, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and Brock Lesnar all fighting for the right in the chamber to become the new WWE title uh, champion. Uh, So they do a spot. Seth Rollins and uh, Austin uh, Theory do a spot. Where they go through the um, they go through the cell and it looks like uh, Bobby will actually hit his head on the on the um, post on the met, on the thick steel post and they're saying he had to go and undergo concussion therapy to see if uh, and so he couldn't return for the match, which obviously left open for Bro- fucking Brock Lesnar to bust down his fucking shit. He's like, I'm not fucking waiting anymore. Comes in. Boom, eliminates Seth Rollins out the gate. Boom, eliminates Riddle. Boom, eliminates um, AJ Styles, tosses him over. And then him and Austin Theory have a little fucking cat and mouse thing, which is kind of funny. They do this little funny cat and mouse thing, and then he finally catches him and does an F5 off the fucking chamber. 
Oh my God. What are your thoughts on this match? And then we'll get to theories in a minute. Well, as soon as Bobby Lashley was taken out of the match, I said, well, there goes the rematch between Lashley versus Lesnar, which means Brock Lesnar was going to win. But the fact that the finish was that Brock Lesnar and Austin Theory, Austin Theory actually got a little offense in, which surprised me. But the ending, I'm going to let Adam explain the ending. All right, so Bobby Lashley... So Brock Lesnar's the champion. Bobby Lashley's taken out. This is the question, Ed Ray. This is the question. What? What happens? What happens now? Bobby Lashley didn't. That's a story that they did on purpose. So now, what are we going to see with Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar? What if? And so there's been some rumors. There's the rumor mill. The rumor mill is uh, stirring. There's an apparent rumor that night one we will see two men's championship matches, and night two we will see the unification, perhaps, of the championship match. So some people are saying that night one. Will be uh, uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, and then Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, and then night two will be uh, Brock Lesnar versus whoever the champion is. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's just crazy, man. I just don't know what's going to happen. I know. And then now there's rumors. What are your thoughts about the rumors of Stone Cold coming back to team up with The Rock to face off Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins? I sincerely hope it's not real. Why? Because Stone Cold can't wrestle anymore, and The Rock. Well, because they 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 want to have a uh, they want to have the they want to have the closing moments of WrestleMania to be The Rock staring at um, uh, Roman Reigns. But what would Stone Cold's purpose be if he? Were to come. That's why they're also saying that it might be Stone Cold and Goldberg versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. I'd rather see Stone Cold versus Goldberg. You would? Yeah, they owe us that match. They do owe us that match. Those motherfuckers. You think they'll? You think they would give it to us? If Goldberg don't, you think, you, you think Stone Cold would come back just to face uh, Goldberg, or do you think he's going to come back to put over new talent? No, he might not put over nobody. I, I don't think Stone Cold's coming to to lose. He's coming to beat somebody. Yeah, and if Stone Cold were to return and get a title run, that'd be something. Oh, no. They won't do that. Stone Cold winning the WWE Championship in 2022? Stone- He'd be the oldest world heavyweight champion. Stone Cold versus Brock Lesnar for the championship. That's, a, that's another match that they owe us. Stone Cold versus Brock Lesnar for the championship. And Stone Cold wins. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Question is, how can... You think Stone Cold is, uh, is in shape? I know he's probably jacked still, but is he, you think he's in shape to do a match? Legitimately, I have no clue because spinal stenosis is, 
it's hard to treat it. Yeah. I guess the biggest thing would be like, has how long have they known they wanted Austin to come in, and so how long has Austin had to prepare and train to be in uh, ring shape to do something? Well, it depends on if the rumors become true. I know, right? A lot of rumors going around. We don't. Uh, a lot of rumors going around. Unless they do just a giant, like a giant match, like a giant multi-man match for the uh, for the championships. But I feel like that's that's kind of like a weird thing. Still, only because I know they've been just building to this Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns final showdown type of deal. So I know they want to do that. But do they do that is the question. Do they do that? My God. Dallas is looking crazy. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, you said the best night, best match on the night was Lita and Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah. Uh, biggest surprise was was Bobby Lashley um, being taken out of the match. Not He didn't get pinned. He didn't get submitted. That's why Bobby Lashley, he's doing something. something, something there's a story. They do. They did that. They protected Bobby Lashley because they're doing something with him. <laughs> and we're gonna have to find out what it is. There's something bigger happening, and I'm I'm, I'm excited. That that's that's the one thing about uh, about these kind of things. The road to WrestleMania is that it's always exciting. And thank you for uh, following us along on the road to Potomania. Uh, this is a short little episode. We're just chatting the uh, the event things to come. We were drinking some of this peanut butter stout by Struggle Street Brewing Company. Man, fun stuff. Are you are you excited for WrestleMania? Or are you uh, just uh, whatever about it? I'm feeling indifferent. Indifferent. Good God! What 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 kind of news or match would make you feel excited? That's a tough one. There, are you saying that not even a Stone Cold match would get you excited? I'd be worried about Stone Cold going into the ring. Damn. Is there any... Oh, how about... Oh, wait one second. The big news we forgot to even talk about. Who died? No. Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. The man that sold out. What's Cody Rhodes going to do? You think Cody Rhodes versus Bobby Lashley? Yeah, with Lashley winning because Cody's going to get punished. I don't know because that all the rumors are saying Vince McMahon is going to push Cody crazy. That's just an obvious lie because Vince McMahon wants revenge for what Cody did at uh, creating AEW and such. Does he want revenge? Of course he does. Just like if every other Who gets other the AD- revenge? Triple H? Yeah. <laughs> or Shane McMahon? It could be Shane. What if they do Shane McMahon versus Cody Rhodes? That'd be one hell of a way to punish Cody. <laughs> coast to coast. I'm punishing you coast to coast, motherfucker. That's crazy. Well, uh, so what's the lesson we've learned here from Cody Rhodes, the founder, the co-founder of AEW, leaving AEW to go back to the evil dark empire WWE? What does that say about AEW in their direction? Well... Cody wanted to take AEW to one direction. He wanted to do what his father did. But Tony Khan said, no, we're going to try to do something different. And, of course, Cody didn't want to uh, didn't want to just get more money. He wanted his power back. He wanted to 
book the matches again? And Tony said no because we've seen the track record of Cody Rhodes' piss poor booking. Piss poor, but what's a match he booked compared to uh, Tony Khan? What's Tony Khan booking compared to Cody Rhodes? Cody Rhodes booked a lot of the matches where he ends up getting getting his win back over people that he put over. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like the Hulk Hogan of AEW. Damn it, there's, all, there's always one. And now he's gone. And now, no, I bet you it's going to spark more, though. I bet you Cody Rhodes leaving is going to spark some sort of emotion amongst the AEW locker room that's going to create uh, more tension and havoc. Hopefully create more motivation. Who's work next? Harder. Who's next to leave? Yeah. Probably Jericho. And MJF. Jericho and MJF? I can see that. I can see that. Oh, geez. A lot of things happening in the world of pro wrestling. Thank you for listening to Adam and Everyone 416 on the road to Potomania. What you heard today was just our opinions. And that's fine, because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.